Hey, it's Stephanie, and this is Kids These Days, a podcast brought to you by grant funding from the Kansas Department for Children and Families. Hey everyone, Stephanie here, and I'm back with another episode. As you probably saw in the title, this week I want to talk about relationships. And I chose to air this episode around this time, if you're listening in the future, it's September. (laughs) Because many of us, I'm sure, are feeling like we're kind of starting a new school year. I know at least in my former program, August was full of transitions. Many of the children left to go to kindergarten, so that started that lovely domino effect of transitions for children into new classrooms. This might ring true for some of you, where you have a classroom full of children and aren't really sure where to start. Well, let's start with the podcast. I want to focus on building relationships because this is the most important thing you can do to start your school year outright. Even if it's not a new school year for you, we can always use some help with some relationship building. And I truly can't overexplain the importance of relationships. For children, research shows that when they have those secure and warm relationships with adults, they have higher test scores and development across pretty much every domain. Their social skills are better, they have fewer behavior management concerns, and they're just overall happier children. We also see benefits of secure relationships as adults. Again, more research here, but what we know is that early childhood educators have more job satisfaction and less burnout when they have secure relationships with children. So we know how important these relationships are. How do we create them? Especially knowing that sometimes those children that need those strong relationship ties are often the ones that are the most difficult to connect with. I'm sure we can all think of a child or two that challenges us to no end, but those are the ones that need that intentional relationship building. And relationships are all about connections, how we can connect again and again with children in a positive manner. So where do we start? Well, we start with those difficult children. It's a mindset shift, and instead of seeing the child as a challenge, think instead that they need you to see them differently. Instead of practicing that confirmation bias of, oh, here we go again, try to look at that child using a conscious choice to see that child, every child, as an important and capable, as valuable, as worthy of your time and intentional connection skills and relationship building. This can really help to start to see the child for what they need, not how they're acting. Then, find every way possible to make those connections. Find some common ground to to talk on or to connect on can really help. Maybe the kiddo really likes dinosaurs. So how can you integrate dinosaurs into your program? Maybe that's as simple as bringing in some stickers with dinosaurs on them or wearing a shirt with a dinosaur. As you continue to look for opportunities to connect, you can gradually increase the amount of time and connections you have with the child. Finding ways to begin celebrating small successes. Maybe cleanup is a big chore, but you notice that little Timmy actually picked up a block and put it on the shelf. Well, that's your opportunity to celebrate the heck out of that moment. No, they didn't clean them all up, and they were probably the ones that dumped them all out in the first place. But that's not what matters right now. What matters is the fact that there was a small, simple win, and you acknowledge it. 
Children thrive on that positive focus and attention. And anytime we can support them in those little moments, we'll see more of the big ones. I always say, the behavior you focus on is what you get more of. When we pay attention to the good things, no matter how small they are, we are positively reinforcing that behavior and children are more likely to repeat it. I'm sure most of you are familiar with conscious discipline. If not, I highly encourage you to check them out. It's a whole brain-based research-backed program that addresses social and emotional development. So conscious discipline has several resources available for connection building. One is the stance that connection requires four critical elements. Let's go over those. So first, eye contact. Pretty simple, right? Eye contact means that you're on the child's level and you make eye contact. (laughs) But here's the crazy brain part. When we make eye contact with another person, the neurons in the brain actually mirror that person. They have nerve projections that are directly attached to key brain structures that handles empathy and matching emotions. So when we make eye contact with a child who is upset, and we bring a state of calm, we're literally impacting areas of their brain through simple eye contact. Second is presence. This just means being present in the moment, not standing in the same, you know, being in the same room, but not just being in the same room, but working on updating your parent communication app or getting the art project ready or thinking about what you're going to eat for lunch. It means being with the child and just being in the moment for what it is, not somewhere else. Third is touch. Oh gosh, touch is so critical to so many parts of development. Our skin, the body's largest organ, is our number one receptor to decide what goes on in our brain. And when we touch one another, a hormone is created that is essential to neural functioning and learning. My only caveat here is the importance of touch on the child's level. You've got some that probably need hugs and cuddles, but some kiddos may do better with just a high five or a fist bump. That's why it's important to know your child's sensory preferences and meet them where they're at. The fourth element that conscious discipline shares that is important for connection is playfulness. Oh, another easy one, right? Just play. Enjoy being goofy and silly with your children. But actually, when we look deeper, play is brain-based. When we're playful, it helps to create a biochemistry in the brain for dopamine. And dopamine is the hormone that helps the brain to say, pay attention and stay focused, which helps to increase attention spans and boost social development. So when we simply play with our children, we're actually increasing their ability to have longer attention spans. Seems simple, right? Make eye contact, be present, provide touch, and be playful. The four core elements to connections, which leads to relationships. There's no reason we can't be intentional with each and every one of our children with these four simple elements. So while my short time with you here today only allows me for a quick overview of the importance of relationships and how to build those connections, I strongly encourage you to dive deeper. Three excellent resources if you are interested in diving deeper. Also, point back to conscious discipline. The first is I Love You Rituals. 
fantastic resource. I share it all the time. It's a book that just has really easy to do one-on-one interactions that you can use to build relationships. Second, another or a free resource is called a connections calendar. Also from Conscious Discipline, it was actually created by a master instructor through CD and was originally developed to help families navigate the COVID-19 pandemic anxiety and all the things that went along with COVID-19. But this calendar can also be used to help create a plan for being intentional with building relationships. And third and final is to create a school family. Whether you're a family child care, center-based, whatever that looks like, you're a parent with a child, whatever, there are a lot of ways you can create a school family to help build connections, not only between the children and adults, but child-to-child relationships as well. Moments like greetings and goodbyes, wish you well rituals, welcome back rituals, a school family board, celebrations, all wonderful ways to help children feel valued and an important piece of your group. I'm going to link all three of these resources in our show notes so you have them and you can refer to them. So as I wrap up, let's go back to the message of this episode. The message is build those relationships. Whether it's a classroom full of new children, a child who's having some challenging behaviors, or one that is experiencing a major life transition that needs a little bit more, they all need support and adults in their lives who are intentional about making connections and building relationships. And that adult can be you. And until next time, I wish you well. Kids These Days is a co-production of the Casido Kids Infant Toddler Specialist Network and Casido Workforce Development Programs. These programs are supported through a grant from the Kansas Department for Children and Families, Child Care, and Early Education Services. However, information or opinions expressed herein do not necessarily reflect the position or policy of the agency, and no official endorsement should be inferred. If you have questions, comments, suggestions, or want to share your practice related to this or a previous episode, please email us at kidsthesedayspod at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at at kidsthesedayspod. Be sure to check out the resources for this episode in the show notes. And don't forget to rate, review, and hit subscribe. This episode was written, recorded, and edited by Stephanie Haney and music track Hackbeat by Kevin McLeod.